0: It's the second Sunday of Lent. Welcome to today's Lentcast. This is Father John Zulsdorf. Our pilgrimage to the Roman stations continues today as we go to Santa Maria in Dominica. There is no collect church for this station because originally there was no station today. Because of the great vigil and ember day of Saturday, with its ordinations at St. Peter's Basilica. There were long fasts and vigils, and so the people were pretty much exhausted. So it was a Dominica vacans. There wasn't even mass on the, on the Sunday. Eventually a church was assigned, but there is no special collect church, so we march up to the top of the Celian Hill all on our own, knowing that this road is so old that it was a Stone Age path from the Ford of the Tiber, and it is one of the most ancient human artifacts in Rome. This is an old diaconal title. The titles were ancient parishes, and this one was assigned to a deacon. It had its origin in a house church, maybe that of Saint Chiriaca, a Roman matron, who was a helper of Saint Lawrence the Deacon who is so venerated in Rome. It's also possible that this was one of the sites where Lawrence did so much for the poor. The present church was rebuilt in the time of Pope Pascal, who died in eight twenty four. And inside you see Greek mosaics from that time, the time of Pope Pascal in the 9th century. Pascal himself is depicted in the mosaic as a tiny figure kneeling at Mary's feet. Mary is depicted as Theotokos, the mother of God. Now Pascal was still alive when they made this mosaic and so he is shown with a square halo and he is kneeling to kiss the Blessed Virgin's slipper. The church is also called Navicella because outside, in front of the façade, there is a boat-shaped fountain, a navicella, placed in front of the church by Pope Leo X Medici. From the Sacramentary by Blessed Alfonso Schuster, Pious and simple souls are disturbed by any kind of innovation, as though they feared it would shatter the edifice of their faith, fortified by the buttress of patriotic tradition. To pray to God in those same formulas dedicated by the fathers, to sing those same hymns which comforted them in their sorrows and labors for the church, all this helps us to enter more completely into their devotion and to be sharers with them in their hopes and their ideals. From Toward Easter by Father Patrick Troadek In today's epistle, St. Paul affirms that God wants us to be saints. To the Ephesians, he speaks in even greater detail. God the Father, he explains, chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blemish in his sight and love. He predestined us to be adopted through Jesus Christ as his sons according to the purpose of his will. Already in the Old Testament, we read this exhortation from God Himself. Be ye holy, because I am holy. Our Lord goes so far as to say, You, therefore, are to be perfect, even as your heavenly Father is perfect. Perhaps this word of holiness frightens us. We think right away of extraordinary mortifications or spectacular manifestations like speaking in tongues, levitation, the gift of healing, etc., so let us understand well what it means to be holy. It means conforming ourselves, assimilating ourselves to our Lord Jesus Christ. We will be holy to the degree of our resemblance to Jesus, such is the aim of the action of the Holy Ghost in us, and such is the path by which He will lead us to holiness. This work is carried out progressively by prayer and by the frequent reception of the sacraments, to which we need to join the combat against our evil tendencies and the practice of good works. For us, poor sinners, what an honor to be able to attain such a good in spite of our native misery. Lord Jesus, I desire to work with all my heart to reach holiness. I understand that, to do so, my life must have a greater resemblance to thine own. And so I wish to draw the strength I need from prayer, as thou didst. And I dare to say the words of St. Nicholas of Flue, Take me away from myself, and give me to thee.